Hello and welcome to the Bot Nirvana podcast where we dive into all things software automation. I'm your host Nandan Mullakra. While I'm not podcasting, I write articles on nandan.info. I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get right into it. Today we have Alan Zimmerman. He's the founder of OpenRPA. OpenRPA along with OpenFlow is a powerful open source RPA platform for your automation needs. This is a Q&A session we recorded as part of a demo. The link to the complete video is in the show notes if you'd like to see that. Let's start with the show. Uh, Alan, so the first question is about is it a new tool? I think people just discovering it. So I thought maybe uh you can talk about your tool history uh, this is a question from roshan revankar uh, is it a new tool um yes and no so so the the core the core code inside the robot and inside openflow comes from another platform that i created in another company and and i own the rights to that and i decided to take that and create an open source version of that and continue to build on that So so to be fair there's two and a half years development behind this platform but but making the open source version I started writing everything from scratch top down and and that has been in, in the works since April last year so I guess you can say the the platform has almost one and a half year uh, on on its back <laughs> Oh okay great so why did the you why did you create that earlier project um it, it was part of a company that that I had with a, a couple of other guys that that ended up not being what we expected <laughs> um oh. but but generally speaking we we by accident came across uh, RPA and started creating our own RPA or I started creating my own RPA too um but but the vision from the different founders was not the same and and we had to split up um and i still believe there's a market for for the way that i wanted to use rpa or rather i wanted to create a platform that could automate things across things it systems and people and rpa just was a good fit for that as well um Okay perfect perfect thank you and so did you come across ui path uh, or any other tool or and, and then you started building something similar it's actually a funny story um, my inspiration for creating a robot came from kuyon um back then you couldn't just go and download uh, the latest uh, community version of all the archive and the tools you had to fill out a form and get an and get a phone call and then you would get a demo from a sales representative right you couldn't really test the tools back then um and the only one that allowed me to test the tool was kuyon and okay. and after trying kuyon's tool i had this feeling i can do this better and i've been using microsoft workflow foundation and a lot of other projects for many many years i'm a huge fan of microsoft workflow foundation so i thought why not use that instead you know why create my own workflow engine when i can use microsoft workflow foundation so so that's where the idea came up i had no idea that you were had had done the same thing at that point 
But I found out quickly because <laughs> everyone that I showed the tool to was like, oh, you stole UiPath, UI. So I, I quickly learned about UiPath, yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> uh, that's a good story. And so I've not seen Cryon. So Cryon works is similar to UiPath then? Um, I would not say it works the same way, but but they have a workflow engine and they have a, a, this idea of building blocks and properties and, and all of that. Um, so it is a visual work uh, tool and, and it has very in Okay, but has uh, a very advanced recorder. Let's say it that way. Yeah, but but they are they are not using Workflow Foundation. No, they um, have their own framework, just oh. like Blue Prism and, and others. Yeah. So, so you independently came up with Windows Workflow Foundation and UiPath also happened to flow or use Workflow Foundation. That's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, there's not a lot of different workflow engines out there that you can use that is that is freely available. I mean, if you do a Google search on workflow engine with a UI, you will find maybe free tools out there. So there's not a lot of different things you can choose from anyway, okay. unless you want to create your own. So so I don't think it's 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 that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but the interesting part is that all this is built on free open stuff available on from Windows. And then that's that part is commercialized. Um, but uh, the good thing is you are open sourcing everything. So that's great. Um, so the next question from Murli is any plan, plans to make open flow features <clears throat> available as part of open RPA itself? Maybe you can talk about what open flow is and you know, you're making it uh, and if you're making it part of open RPA. But it already is a part of OpenRPA. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> or I Or maybe I'm not sure I understand the question. But but you said, what is OpenFlow? So so OpenFlow is is kind of the thing in the middle that ties everything together. Um, OpenFlow is, is meant to be my contribution of creating something that makes it easy to save data in a secure way using access control list and encryption and version, uh, version control together with something that makes it easy to orchestrate many robots and many Node-RED instances. Node-RED is a web-based workflow engine based on Node-RED that integrates to at least 2,000 different IT systems. Um, so, so that's a very powerful engine to create integration and automation across both IoT systems, the traditional production environments, and a lot of IT systems as well. And then when you combine that with the power of RPA, that makes it easy to integrate to systems that don't have an API or an API that is not easy accessible, you instantly have something that makes it easy to automate a lot of things, both in a stable way using APIs and a semi-stable way using RPA. Um, and, and that was the goal. That was the main plan from the beginning. That was making something that makes the transition from pure RPA to a mix of RPA and, and APIs or completely automated using APIs uh, seamlessly. And, and, and that is what Microsoft decided to do as well a couple of, I don't know, six months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and so I think what he means is that, um, you know, I, 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 he sees this as two separate tools. Uh, but yes. it's very integrated, right? Okay. So the next question is yeah. from yeah. Go ahead, Alan. No, it's just I mean, 
Um, everything that you can do inside Node-RED and OpenFlow, you can do inside the robot. If you connect the robot to OpenFlow, you can initiate and control everything from the robot. But you can also do it the other way around. So you can, from OpenFlow, control everything inside a Node-RED instance, and you can control everything inside a robot. And from Node-RED, you have the option to control everything inside the web, and you have the option to control everything inside the robot. So you can decide what is the best platform for you to initiate something or integrate with, with the other parts of the platform. So, so I, I personally think it is already um, built in, in, in the sense that all two or three parts can communicate with each other seamlessly. Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. Um, so we have three questions, similar questions. Um, in fact, four, but let's, let's combine the first two. So Varun is asking, is open source RPA platform, open source RPA, um, big enough or enough to take on the big three vendors and Nagaraj is asking how are you trying to compete with the market leaders maybe you can combine both and tell us about how a the you know how you see open source rpa is better and how you're going to, how you how open source rpa can take on the market leaders um I mean, if, if you look at the amount of capital that some of the big vendors are raising from, from, from venture capitalists, uh, that's kind of hard to compete with. I mean, the amount of developers and marketing and awesome documentation and training that can create is, is almost impossible to compete with, <laughs> unless you're a Robocop. <laughs> um, so, 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 so I, I would never claim that, that this can be as good or better than the big three right now. Uh, but maybe over time, if enough people want to contribute and be part of the community, we can beat them and, and create something that can compete or even beat the, the, the commercial platforms out there. Um, but, but right now, that's not a goal in itself. My, right now, the goal in itself is to have an alternative to the commercial products that allows you to own your own bots and own your own data and own your own workflows. There's a tendency right now in the market to try to consolidate everything in cloud platforms and, and have access to data so you can mine it or, or monetize on the data or the workflows. And, and, and this is a way to, to give you an option to own it yourself and run it wherever you want. Yeah, that's very important. You know, so for people who want to own it, who want to combine with other open source in the market, like like what Alan is doing with OpenFlow, uh, and also the very option of a zero dollar bot, I think is very powerful because that opens up many use cases where you can't implement a use case unless you got to remove people, right? And that becomes a scary situation when implementing in companies. I know that. Uh, because it's all ROI driven and you know taking off people rather than looking at the benefits. Um, so, yeah, there are various options, and Alan has chosen this option, uh, which I think is a great option. I mean, this this is uh, not proprietary, um, mm -hmm. and so if you are uh, if you take if you build your bots using Open uh, RPA, uh, you know what you're doing, and you you know that you are in control. 
I mean, if, if you saw the session with, with uh, Robocop a couple of weeks ago, I, I really liked what, what, what he said. Sorry, I can't remember his name. Um, Andy. That, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the idea of, 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 of looking at this as automation more than RPA is, is important. And, and that is my primary driver here as well. Um, I mean, open RPA is just a small part of a big platform that is built for automating across different verticals and different technologies. RPA is just one of many. And, and I really like that idea and I totally agree with him. Um, I think where we disagree is is where are the citizen developers and and what can they do and not and how do they approach things that that's where we may be a little bit different. Um, also, I mean, here you have the option to develop in many different languages, not just Python. I also think that is important because not everybody wants to code in Python or a proprietary language like Giant or Robin. But maybe they feel more comfortable in C sharp or Go or Perl or whatever. So here you have the option to code in whatever you want. But you also have the low code solution using workflows. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. So uh, next question is similar. Uh, Dave Hurst is asking what is the key differentiator between Open RPA and the other RPA platforms? Uh, and Sushant is also asking what the similarities and dissimilarities with UiPath. I know this is not your favorite question, but um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, can you uh, just give a brief about what what could be the different differentiators? Yeah. Um, so 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 OpenRPA is is is. It's a very basic robot compared to other RPA tools out there that, that wants to, to brag about how many activities they have for integration to different systems. My approach is a little bit different. I, I, I wanted a robot that could do basic RPA, meaning automating the UI. And then when you want to integrate using a APIs, um, if, if I had to sit down and write a lot of activity to integrate to all kinds of systems, I would be a bottleneck. I would become a one-man army. But by making it easy to integrate to Node-RED, instantly there's an army of thousands of developers out there developing integration to thousands of systems. And suddenly I'm not no longer a one-man army. Um, and that's why I don't want to create tons of different activities in my robot that integrate to Salesforce and ServiceNow and SAP and well, okay, SAP maybe, but but you know other systems, um, because you can do that using Node-RED. Uh, but I get that sometimes the UK forces you to do API integration from the robot and not Node-RED. For instance, if you're hosting hosting Node Node-RED in the cloud, maybe you don't have easy access to the internal systems, and in that case, you might need something. So there is a need to add more activities, but but it's not my primary driver. Um, and that's a lot different from UiPath where everything is happening on the client. Uh, the orchestra is basically just a scheduling engine that allows you to run bots at intervals and it offers an easy asset store and a queue system. And that's pretty much it. Where with OpenFlow, you have a complete workflow engine in the cloud that you can use to orchestrate a lot of other things. Um, I think that covers 
most of the the, the differences and 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 in, in UiPath and, and OpenAPI. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and I think that's an important point that you're talking about that you are not a one-man army with Node Red. You have many developers developing the integrations, so you are providing the UI integration, and then you can consume the best of breed integration from other developers uh, with OpenFlow or Node Red. Yes. That, that's nice. Um, next question, Simhachalam asks, um, I would like to know the trend of AI with UiPath. I think what he also means is AI with OpenFlow. So you know, <laughs> how to integrate those. So, so a lot of RPA vendors wants to 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 put AI or machine learning in every sentence to make it harder and better, uh, or call it hyper automation or whatever. And 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 I really don't want to start competing in that race. It it makes no sense. Right. I mean, all RPA products right now is using machine learning in some way or the other already. For instance, for doing OCR or image recognition uh, or stuff like that. Um, so, so if the question is related to will we or will Open RPA or Open Flow start embedding their own different solutions built on something that uses neural networks or machine learning? Um, no, I don't think so. Because, for instance, uh, some RPA vendors have their own document scanning solutions for you know detecting invoice, texting invoices, and stuff like that. And I don't think that I would ever be able to compete with, with the professional vendors out there already. So it's, it would make more sense to integrate to API and Google and AWS and use that instead of trying to create my own, you know, stick to what you do best. And that is not what I do best. But when that is said, um, a lot of our pay vendors will, will integrate to custom machine learning or, or neural networks using Python. And, 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 and that's cool. But, but with Node Red, we have a lot of other options as well. Because if we run Node Red in a Kubernetes cluster that has access to GPUs or Google's special processes for TensorFlow, we can actually facilitate that directly from Node Red. So we can run Node Red flows that, that can use the GPUs or special CPUs, uh, uh, for TensorFlow training or, or, or learning. And we can run OpenAI or Neil.js and, and other heavy-duty work uh, directly from NodeWeb and then use that from the robot very, very easily. Um, so if you want to do custom machine learning or AI, uh, you have a very powerful platform here because you can both do it on the client, use Python or C Sharp or whatever you want, but you can also do it inside NodeWeb. So you can pick the best place to run your workloads, uh, but you can also call all the auto ML uh, flows out there or, or integrate to Google ML or Asia ML or, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if that answered this question, but it's a broad, yeah, broad area, right? Yeah, that question is a bit vague, but yeah, I, I like what you said in terms of not chasing hyper automation like the other, uh, you know, people who got the money uh, are trying to do uh, and use the best of breed AI uh, with either using open RPA or using open flow. So that's some good options there. And just like CB did today, uh, you know, even you can use the OCR, uh, which is there, there is, so there is a basic OCR, uh, but if you want to use AI, you need to call one of those cloud providers uh, 
or any of the options out there. Um, right. I mean, you, you brought up an interesting case yourself on LinkedIn a couple of days ago with uh, Ito. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, Ito. Um, the guys that make this uh, easy database for doing predictive technologies in, in unstructured data yeah, right. uh, directly yeah. from the cloud. And I mean, it, they have this awesome API that is very, very you know, super easy to use and it would not take many hours to create custom activities for the robot or a node for, for Node-RED to integrate seamlessly to their platform. And instantly, you get access to do easy prediction in data sets from a robot or from OpenFlow. And, and, and I would much rather do that than try to build my own. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And uh, the name of the tool is AITO.ai. And so the next question comes from Movar Technologies. Um, so he asks, how can low tech small business who operate with a Microsoft technology stack integrate with OpenRPE? Um, so as a developer? Uh, so he's he's a small uh, provider out there, and he I think provides services on Microsoft Technology Stack. Um, so is there any way to integrate OpenRPA? I've heard from him that he uses Tag UI and he likes it, and he likes to explore OpenRPA for his needs. Uh, so how uh, I think he's asking how like a small business can use OpenRPA. But but. I mean, you can use it just like you can download Office or TextPad or, <laughs> or something else. I mean, I, I'm not sure what he means by specifically mentioning the Microsoft stack. So if you mean, how can you extend the robot to other things in the Microsoft stack? So from a developer perspective, Microsoft platform generally has always had very, very good software development kits for different products, both Microsoft's own, but also different ISVs would normally create good software development kits on the Microsoft platform. So developing Visual Studio and, and integrating the systems is often very, very easy and, and, and nice and pleasant. And, and since you can extend the robot with activities from Visual Studio very, very easy, uh, it's a nice platform to integrate different Microsoft technologies into the robot. And um, if you mean that how can you use it with the rest of the uh, uh, ecosystem that Microsoft had? So I'm thinking Asia and, and Office 365 here. Um, so, so there is nodes inside Node-RED for talking with most things inside Asia, but they're not the most reliable I've seen. They, some of them could really need some work. And I will definitely also be creating my own wrappers for the graph APIs and stuff like that. Um, but, but um, I mean, if you really want good integration, one obvious thing would be to create a connector from Microsoft to Asia Flow, uh, you know, Power Automate into Node-RED. That would be a killer combination, right? <laughs> um, but, but I haven't looked into that yet, but I know it would probably be doable quite easy. Um, so, so that would definitely be on my to-do plan at some point. But right now, the, the main integration would be through activities inside the, the, the robot or whatever nodes is public available inside the Node-RED community right now. But there are for most things like Microsoft CRM, uh, Microsoft SharePoint, uh, most Asia offerings are already embedded inside Node-RED already. 
and how about uh, dynamics 365 or great planes that's something small business use microsoft dynamics do you know if node has got any um well <laughs> uh, if, if it's the one based on the vision uh, then you can very very easily expose old data feeds from great planes and 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 the other one um, and, and you can easily uh, work with those from Node-RED or from the robot, but direct integration per se, I don't know of anyone right now. Okay. Um, someone mentioned for me that Dynamics AX uh, has some issues with my robot, but I don't have access to an AX installation, so I can't test it and maybe find a fix. So I don't know if there's an issue there, but I've been told there is. Okay, you can test with uh, Dynamics 365, I think so. Because okay. that's that's freely available. Um, all right, let's move on to the next question. Next three questions, four questions are about document processing. Um, Naveen asks if document processing can be trained on the fly, um, and uh, Sean Thomas asks what features does OpenRPA have for document processing. We touched a little bit on this already, uh, but, yeah. but let, let's do it again. So OpenRPA or OpenFlow does not have a specific document processing feature. So I, I guess what they mean is some kind of machine learning algorithm that can easily find out where different things is on a document, for instance, an invoice, and, and then you can get structured data out of that and use it for something. Um, so if you want to do that, you will need to integrate to Appy or Rossum or AWS Tesseract or something like that to get that feature out of it. So can we train it from the robot? That becomes a hard question, right? <laughs> um, to take Rossum, for instance. The, the integration I did with Rossum, you can easily create a queue and say, well, if you're pretty certain that you understand everything inside this invoice, just accept it and continue moving on. But if it gets an invoice where it's in doubt, or if it just really can't find anything inside it, you can get that notification from inside the robot or inside OpenFlow. And you can then react on that. For instance, send a link to a user or show a web page on the robot or something like that and say, please fix this. Tell me where the different fields are and then you can continue on. And then instantly this becomes, you know, training as part of the robot flow or the red flow. Like Rajesh asks, does OpenRPA support Windows 7? Yes, okay. it does. All right. And Sibi is asking. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so um, the next question might become, does it support 32-bit? Um, all the modules inside OpenRPA except one compiles perfectly in 32-bit, but I have not created an installer for it because the user base is so small. Right. So if you really want to run OpenFlow, uh, no, OpenRPA on a 32-bit system, you can do it. Uh, but the installer only comes with 64-bit uh, binaries right now. And if you want to run it on Windows 7, you need to install uh, one version of the C++ runtime libraries. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the 2005 version. But then it works perfectly fine on Windows 7. Yeah. All right, the next one is about security. Sibi is asking about how does OpenRPA fit into the enterprise application security landscape? So when you specifically mention security, <laughs> so, so I mean, 
if you look at OpenFlow as the primary driver for the platform, then all the data gets saved inside the database, and we want to secure that in some way. So what I did is I act, I add access control lists on all objects inside the database, and the API then enforces that permission set on all the data. And it also exposes that as easy queryable uh, functions, so you can use pure MongoDB queries directly against the database, but it will enforce the security on them. So even if you have hundreds of terabytes of data, you can do ad hoc reporting directly against the data set, and it will it will respect the permission. So whoever is doing the query will only get results corresponding to whatever they're querying on. This work with MapReduce, aggregation framework, and simple queries. Um, on top of that, uh, there's a rather simple implementation. It can be more advanced, and it will be probably become that soon. Uh, but there is a simple implementation of doing ad hoc encryption on data inside the database. So if you have, for instance, if you want, if you want to comply with GDPR or HIPAA or Canada uh, Privacy Act, you should encrypt uh, the data that is personal. And you can do that ad hoc by adding attributes to the documents and saying, I want all these attributes uh, encrypted, and it will encrypt them with EAS 256-bit encryption on the fly. You don't have to do anything, it just does it for you. So if someone compromises the API or get a hold of a backup, the data will be unreadable. The, the next step is that everything inside the platform is built on least privileges. So whoever is calling something somewhere else in the system will always use their own token. So at no point are you escalating permissions. So a robot calling something inside Node-RED will still run in context of the user that ran on the robot inside Node-RED. So even if Node-RED is running as an Elmine or a different user, you can get access to that data. So when you're acquiring the database or calling other robots or calling other flows, it will still respect the permissions. And it does that all over all, all around. So everything done from the web page, everything done from inside Node-RED, and everything done inside the robot will, done, will be done in context of the user that did the request. Um, and I think that's kind of important when you're talking security and large-scale installations. Um, and, and lastly, uh, talking security. Um, if you really want to, you can actually encrypt all data between all the different instances running in the setup. Per default, if you follow my installations guide, it will only encrypt data between Node-RED and, and the API and the robot and the API and the database. Uh, but you can also get everything encrypted to the MQTT queues and to the RapidMQ queues if you want that as well. All right, that's perfect. Did I forget anything? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, like, you know, so probably just to put it in simple terms, like, you know, for everybody uh, out there, uh, it's basically, you know, when you create a workflow, you 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 have very specific uh, access permissions for that workflow. Like, you know, you, you can create, go to that level and then add accesses. Uh, so uh, whatever you see on the major uh, tools or probably even more, uh, you know, uh, security aspects is there uh, in this tool. And then probably since we are there, uh, Alan, so probably like, you know, on, on the scalability aspect also, if you could just touch upon those, that, that would be great. Like, you know, how, how you're distributing, uh, you know, uh, the load and et cetera. So, uh, so that also would sure. be useful information uh, for uh, guys out there because that is also going to be a major criteria. 
I, I think we covered that in the last session, but but just to brief it up real okay. quickly. So so so. No, if nobody flow, needs it, it's fine. If yeah. <laughs> so OpenFlow <laughs> as a platform uh, can run as a pure Node.js installation. So I actually have installation a full blown version of OpenFlow running on Raspberry Pis. <laughs> But generally speaking, I prefer that it runs inside Docker. And, and if it runs inside Docker, it can run on pretty much any hardware that you have that can run Windows, Linux, or Mac. And you can run a single non-redundant, non-resilient installation there. But if you start moving into the, the distributed systems like Docker Swarm, OpenShift, or Kubernetes, um, the whole platform is built as in, I won't call it a microservice architecture because that may be taking it too far, but it is built as something that is very, very scalable and all parts of the platform can be low balanced and it also support traffic shaping. So you can, within a couple of hours, create a setup that runs across several thousand servers across six data centers really, really easy. And, and that's not something you see a lot out there. <laughs> So you have a very hyper-scalable solution that can run on low consumer hardware and still do pretty well. And it can run on very, very big distributed systems across multiple data centers and take enormous amounts of load. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That, yeah, that, that's great vision. And uh, that, that, that's good to know it's so, so much scalable. So I think the last question here is, uh, on what are the future plans and Biju asks how you will keep up with the surging demands I think the, on demand that probably the features coming up or features requests and Padraig I hope I'm saying that right uh, Murphy I think he's on the call he wants to know about your future plans and features yeah so so I, I get that question a lot <laughs> and I don't have a, 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 a roadmap per se um, but I will try and get one up and, and, and GitHub or something, uh, in the near future. So, so people can pitch in on ideas and, and comment on, on the things that I'm planning that I might want to implement. But, but just right here, right now, what am I working on? So I'm using a lot of time right now on finishing up my SAP integration. So you can now use SAP GUI scripting to automate things inside SAP from the robot. And from what I hear, it should actually be quite good. <laughs> uh, <Right>. I hope so. <laughs> um, and and uh, and the other thing that I'm 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 starting to use a lot of time on is so so when OpenFlow is running in the cloud, then sometimes you want to offload a workflow to somewhere else, but you don't want to run a complete OpenFlow installation there. You can easily do that. You can have multiple OpenFlow installations talking to each other in a chain or in a mesh topology. But sometimes you want just a node red running, you know, on a, uh, the specific case that I'm looking at is someone that wants to run node red on PLCs, right? So, so, so we want something that can make node red run externally, but get its flow from OpenFlow and still work if it loses the internet connection. But if it is connected, it can easily communicate with the central platform. Um, that works right now. I have two customers using it, but it's not super user-friendly. So that needs some more work. That is what in the pipeline right now. How about your process discovery, Alan? You're working on process discovery? Yeah, I gave up on that. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, actually, it, the 
funny thing is, uh, three different vendors have contacted me within the last couple of months um, to ask if we could create some kind of collaboration where they use OpenRPA as the one collecting all the data that they then use on their machine learn learning algorithms to do process discovery. Mm -hmm. And another guy contacted me a couple of weeks ago about uh, offering that when he does process discovery with his gathering robots and inside his platform, he can generate files that can easily integrate it into OpenRPA. So once you have the processes and you want to automate them, you can just export a sample file directly from his system. Um, mm -hmm. so, so it's not that it's not coming. It's just I would probably not be the one creating it right now. Okay. Maybe in the future I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll have a look again and do it on my own. But right now, there's others out there that that has more time and focus and can do better than I can do on my own. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't don't pursue hyper automation. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, one person pursuing hyper automation will be too much. All right. Thank you for joining the Bot Nirvana podcast. I appreciate if you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Catch the show notes on botnirvana.org. While you're there, feel free to explore more automation ideas, tutorials, tools, and more. See you next time.